This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, episode 23, Peter Pan, for May 7th, 2018. Podcast, where we take sometimes beloved fictional characters and make them better, improving on their weaknesses or adding completely out of the blue aspects to, well, at least make them better in our eyes. And we're here to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here to party. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, you can check us out on our website, poppypock.com, that's P O P A P O C.com, or check us out on social media at poppypock podcast. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, and while you're there, you can leave us a review. It really helps us out. So, on this episode of Popular Apocrypha Podcast, uh, we have, across from me, Tyler. Bigger pistols. Making finger guns. Yep. <laughs> Pulling a Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man 3. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lordy. Classic. Yep. And to my left, we have Riley. Hello. Drinking water. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Drink drink the water. Save the bees. Not sponsored by water. <laughs> Not, but water. But if you would like to sponsor water. us. Uh, and I'm Logan, and I'm your host. And uh, before we get any further, we'd like to say that this episode is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 audiobook titles to choose from, you can listen to nearly anything on nearly any device. You can get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial on us by going to audibletrial.com slash popapoc. That's audibletrial.com slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. Hey, um, P-O-P-A-P-O-C spells popapoc. Yes, it does, Riley. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, citizen. <laughs> Letters make words. And words what? make sentences. <laughs> and s- sentences make Paragraphs. Yeah. And what do paragraphs make? Essays that are due today for all you taking finals. Haha, <laughs> get punked. Sorry. Essays that are due today for all you taking finals. <laughs> I mean, I've had to take finals that are also essays. Yeah. But, I mean. I've had, like, a, a test and an assignment due mm-hmm. in the same period. For the same class? For the same class. Yeah. And they usually had, like, some of them made them joint grades. Oh, okay. And, like, your essay was a quiz portion and then... Like, the essay count as, like, a take-home part of your test. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Super great. <laughs> anyway. Uh, if you are in school and uh, you follow, tra- in your school follows traditional school standards, uh, good job for making it through the year. You're done, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you graduated, congratulations. You're really done, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you want to go on to more school, which is great. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's start this podcast off with a game. This is an improv game, so, uh, we're going to go around, and two of us will be part of a situation, and, uh, they'll be given a random situation, mm. and have to act it out. Mm. Okay? Verbally okay. That sounds, out. yes. Talk about you can't, you can't action it out, because this is an audio podcast. Unfortunately. As opposed, no, what? As opposed <laughs> to a video. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, does that seem simple enough? Sure. Okay, well, let's add something else to it, then. Okay. <laughs> so, this is episode 23 of the podcast, and we're coming up on a year of doing this podcast. Woo, 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 woo. It's getting pretty exciting. It 
It's getting pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. It's getting pretty exciting. ASMR excitement. Yeah, I'm literally. It's pretty I've got some I am sweaty butt cheeks from jumping. all the excitement. Sorry. I'm jumping. I'm gonna get that looked at. Out of ice cream. I'm so excited. Uh, so we have come up with a lot of better characters in the last year. But how much do you guys remember of them? <laughs> what did I eat? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, so, in addition to the improv situation that I'm going to give people, uh, you guys will draw one of our improved characters out of a hat and play that character the best you can. Oh, okay. my god. Okay. Oh, my so, god. I feel like this will also help to be, like, visualizing the character and how they would act in certain situations. Yes. I... So, have fun with it, though. If you don't remember about the character, we can help you. If we don't remember about the character... I definitely have some characters I'm hoping for. I did take some characters out just because uh, I felt like they wouldn't be that. Is Yuri True Love in there? Yuri True Love is in here. Thank of God. Of course, here. <laughs> uh, like I took out, I think the Pevensies because we didn't really do much with their personalities. I think. Right, right, right. I didn't put the alien in here because they would just be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I didn't put the Robin Hood in here because like I could be anybody. Yeah, so could be anyone. It could be anyone. Yeah. Could be me. Okay, so Which, the, did you see the uh, the trailer for the new Robin Hood? Oh yeah, movie? Uh, new Robin Hood movie is gonna come out. Yeah, so it looks pretty cool. It has Jamie Fox and I think the dude from Kingsman. Or, or, I don't remember. I don't remember what he's from. He looks super familiar. The trailer like just came out, and like when we're recording this, one of like it, and I feel like they're kind of stealing our source material because one like the the dude that gave it away in the trailer that that Robin Hood is like not like Prince John, but he's like. Like one of the people leading the town, like he's actually one of the arist aristocracy, and he's Robin Hood. Huh. So, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, uh, it's gonna start out with both of you. Okay. Then it'll work its way around. Um, I'm stressed out. Okay. So uh, one of you choose a number between one and thirty. I defer to you. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Wait, no, no, no. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. So the situation you are in is that you are two Batman villains plotting against the dynamic duo. Awesome. So now you get to choose your character. I hope oh that I don't boy. get a villain, like villain-esque character. Yeah. I, I want so some here's like super character. So who is he? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny uh, that's Cookie Monster. That would be really funny. And Tyler is... I'm Bullwinkle J. Emu. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. Do you remember enough about those characters that you can... Yeah, I was a wannabe cook. Yep. Yep. And I'm an emu that mm -hmm. my ability... Like, my, my special ability because of the Chernobyl explosion was... <laughs> You could like, hedgehog could grow. Yeah, you could like go invisible. I think was that it was invisibility. <laughs> I want to say. I want to say it was invisibility. Cool. See, these are these are two characters that have very distinct voices in their original. <clears throat> yep. But however, you guys want to interpret yeah. them as we did them. So, I will oh set you off. Uh, you are two Batman villains plotting against Batman and Robin. Hey, what's your name? Um, Bullwinkle. Bull, okay, just Bullwinkle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And action. Welcome, Bullwinkle, to my third layer. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Are you ready? We gotta get him. I think we should go about this sneakily. Let's make him a poison blue cheese. <laughs> Tossage sandwich. Brother, I can deliver that to them on a silver platter. Change. Right. <laughs> I'm adding a different aspect. Change. Change, Change you. 
to Brother, I can deliver to them on my ass. <laughs> Perfect! Even more poison! <laughs> you are regulated, right? Change. What? Thank you. <laughs> he said you're irradiated, right? Oh, but... right. Gotcha. You're not straight, right? <laughs> Correct, brother. <laughs> uh... I've heard Robin's not either. <laughs> I'm already accounted for. <laughs> but thank you for the advice. I have a plan. First, we set the blue cheese on my ass. And then I sneak it in to their lair from our lair, and then we take our lair and put it in their lair, and then we take their lair and put it inside of our lair, wow, so that we like have a, layers. It's like a five-layer bean burrito dip. Change. Can you make that? That's like a <laughs> five-layer pancake. Change. It's like a five, that's like five layers. <laughs> Can you make that? <laughs> I'll call that scene. <laughs> I think I think we need to see them in the next Batman movie. <laughs> My uh, the reason to to clarify why well, I chose Hulk Hogan. Rings. Oh, oh, I was going for Hulk Macho Hogan, Man? but it was more Randy Savage. Mm -hmm. I don't know, somewhere in between was because I was imagining you know an emu as sure. with that voice. Mm -hmm. It just it was funny. It was just in my head. It just okay. made sense. Who's next? So who wants to be like the the judge next? Basically, I defer to you. Okay, my that's so gonna be the next hashtag. Will be me and Tyler. So I'll say you, Tyler, choose a number between one and thirty since I've seen the list. Um, just old enough. Eighteen. <laughs> yep. Okay. He's <laughs> gonna make a joke there. Wow. Like, Don't want that sound bite. <laughs> All right, guys. You, you just ready? cut that out. How about how about nineteen? Okay. How about that? Nineteen. Let's go with nineteen. Oh, but. 18 was so good. Okay, let's go with 18. One explains to the other that they are pregnant. That they are pregnant. Can pregnant. I please explain? Okay. Sure. Can sure. I be pregnant? <laughs> Can I be pregnant, please? Can, <laughs> Can I experience miracle of childbirth? So, I don't remember enough because there were multiple characters in that episode. What okay. is it? I'm Sven from the Elsa Frozen episode. You are the Danny DeVito who swears a lot. That's basically his character. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I haven't... I'm trying to remember Danny DeVito. No! I got Yuri True Love. Yes. You punk. You got okay. the one I wanted. I'm trying to think what Danny DeVito sounds like. I think I, think I can... Uh, you I, I don't sleep know. with my yeah. wife? <laughs> I dropped my monster condom for my magnum dong. Oh my god. That hurts. I really want to hear your Danny DeVito impression now. Okay, so, Sven, you're pregnant. What are you going to tell your lover, your true love? Oh, we're pregnant? You're pregnant. No, you're, you're pregnant, pregnant and then you're explaining to me. Oh, I'm explaining to you that I am pregnant. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought that but I was not... explaining to him that he was pregnant. No, no. You're pregnant. Gotcha. It is not his baby. Oh, okay. Okay. You're adding gotcha. on another layer, but that's okay. <laughs> Five layers! <laughs> oh, and, and I have to start. And scene. Yorby! Yorby, I gotta tell ya, I'm pregnant. I wish people could bad. see how much you're like throwing your hands outward and like recoiling them back. I'm trying to throw my words. You, are, you wait, wait, wait. You are what? I'm pregnant. This, are you, is this some joke for a game show? Is this some joke for a commercial infomercial? Trust me, I didn't win on this one. Change. I'm pregnant. 
Trust me, you lost on this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you... Uh... You're not the father. <laughs> uh, then why are you telling me? Because I need the money. Man. Change. Because I need you to support me. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. All I have is a, it's just a house full of ostriches. Change. No, I... All I have is a house full of bean burritos. <laughs> Perfect. No, man, I'm saying I need your emotional support. I mean, all I have is emotion for Yuri and for Christmas-type games. I still don't get why you're so obsessed, but I need you to know that my husband, because I'm divorcing you for him, is going to be the Jolly Green Giant. Okay, we're ending that. <laughs> that was that was actually pretty good for yeah. Danny DeVito. Yeah, that was really good. My yeah. voice is so sore right now. I was going to say, that, yeah. it well, looked you're painful. Judge now, so. <laughs> also, I, I just really felt like I needed to throw and, yeah. re and take back every word that I spoke. I, mean, I don't know if Danny DeVito speaks with his hands like I did. Where's but, oh, it's right here. Sorry. All right. Okay. Uh, so I believe that you're the only one that hasn't chosen a number now. Okay. So choose um, a number between one and thirty. Let's go with seven. Seven. Your two characters are a couple planning a vacation. Okay. Oh my God. Who'd you get? I'm Cookie Monster. Oh. <laughs> wow. She got both the ones in that All episode. Right. You are an episode. Okay. I have an episode. <laughs> oh, I got Elsa. Are you having an episode? You got Elsa? I got Elsa. Wow. I can see it. Um. <laughs> okay. And we're planning a vacation? Is that uh, right? Yes. Yep. Couple planning a vacation. You are a couple, couple planning, planning a, a vacation. vacation. Are we ready? Ready. Mmm, okay. honey. <laughs> have you heard that Arkansas has world's biggest cookie exhibit? Change. Arkansas has world's biggest... Dong exhibit. <laughs> Change. Arkansas has world's biggest Arkansas exhibit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I want to go somewhere cold, like Norway, like Denmark, like Iceland. And I want to build a snow castle and be away from myself. But you always do that. And mourn my dead sister that you could never take the place of. Why do you want to date your sister? <laughs> We're a couple. That's neither here nor there. Change. Uh, maybe because I am progressive. <laughs> you. Change. Uh, I want to date my brother, which is actually you. What? Change? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh my god. A anyway, you figure out the vacation. I'm going into the igloo in the backyard. No, not again! Let's go to Giant Cookie in Arkansas. It's only if it's an ice cream cookie. I can live with that. Change. Okay. No. <laughs> Change. Maybe. <laughs> Don't know how well ice cream holds up in Arkansas. Well, maybe we'll just go to a giant ice rink. That's what I like about the Americas. They always have ice rinks everywhere. Change. That's what I like about the Americas. They always have freedom not everywhere. <laughs> oh. And scene. <laughs> Wow, that went every which way. I don't know if the voice was right, but like, okay. So for this last one, I've uh -huh. thrown away the hat. Okay. Uh, okay. We're gonna choose a situation. Okay. Riley, since you were the last to see it, no, no, you don't see it. Oh. Uh, oh. You pick a number. Oh, okay. I see. Um. So if you won't remember. How many does it go till? Thirty. One through thirty. One. One. Two astronauts, are we all doing this or is it? Yeah, so it would be okay. three so astronauts. Three astronauts are about to blast off when something goes horribly wrong. Oh boy. Okay, so um, 
So, okay. Riley, you are playing as me. Uh. Uh, I am playing as Tyler, and Tyler is playing as Riley. I'm playing you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, you're boy. Riley. You're oh, me. boy. I'm playing Tyler. Okay. Oh, boy. I need a moment to plot as yeah. many yeah, I know. characteristics of you and then really, like, hype them up. How do okay. I... I got work up characteristics without being like rude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just go for it. I'm playing you, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. playing Logan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So <clears throat> two astronauts. You can be right? rude. It's fine. Uh, yeah, you can be. You, yep, you can be rude too. Oh, you, you can, can be, be rude who's too. Who's going first? I don't know. I don't know. Who wants to go first? Our our spaceship is just taking off, but something goes wrong. Yeah. Let's say like three, two, one. Ching. Um, guys. So I believe. If you look at the lights and see that the uh, the red uh, glow of the afterglow is showing that the trouble with the uh, wind shaft is not going to go as planned. I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to make sure that you guys are all having a really good time because I really appreciate, you know, the, if you could let me know, I appreciate that validation. Riley, shut up. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just need to know guys because I love you guys. Hey, so um what if um what if this rocket is fueled by broccoli? Maybe that's the problem. I saw it in an anime once. I would say haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's really good. You should check it out. <laughs> Do you guys want to see my new tattoo that I got? Oh my god! <laughs> so I got back from an interview I got today, <laughs> and an interview I had yesterday too. Um, I think we should come back to the fact that we have a problem on the on the rocket. Um, I mean, you know, I've. So you want to turn your head slightly to the left? Why don't you roll an athletics check? <laughs> And make sure that you roll a one, because that's what I want you to do. Frick, why do I always roll it under, like, two? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to call scene there. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Broccoli? <laughs> I don't know, you've said weirder things before. I mean, true. <laughs> Seen it in the anime once. Yep, there you go. I feel like you played me perfectly, Logan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think, I think everybody did a good job for that. Yeah, I, I still seek validation. <laughs> <laughs> and I still over-explain things and talk too much. We did nothing to solve the actual problem we of all the spaceship. Died. Yep. Yep. That's what would happen. That sounds about right. Speaking of dying. Just kidding. What? What? Speaking of dying, Peter Pan is never going to die because he never grows up. But um but um but Segway. Segway. So... This is episode 23, and we're going to be talking about the boy who never grew up himself. Tyler Reed. Yep. We're going to be correcting... <laughs> I'll be here Tyler all week. <laughs> we're going to be correcting Peter Pan. Uh, not... Well, correcting sounds a little bit, uh... Improving Peter Pan. Yeah. Pumping out. Yeah. Helping out. Oh, I thought you said pumping out. No. <laughs> Helping out. What does that mean? Pump... Mm. Nope. Nope. Wait, what? It doesn't mean anything. Yep. Uh, so to give you guys a little bit of background on Peter Pan, and the audience a little background on Peter Pan, Cool. I will read a little bit of background for Peter Pan. 
Are you going to read background for Peter Pan? Yes. Well, specifically background for Peter Pan. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Peter Pan had his origins in the novel The Little White Bird by J.M. Barrie, huh. where he was a weak old baby who escaped being human and just spends his days playing with fairies. Wow. He became such a popular standout character that Barry wrote a stage play all about him, uh, titled Peter Pan or the Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up in 1904. In this version, <laughs> Peter is older, probably around 10 to 12 years old. Uh, the character is based partially on J.M. Barry's older brother who died at 13 huh. and kind of dealing with the concept that that brother was forever remembered as wow. a child. Even as they grew up, they forever remembered him as being just 13. And he, so he never grew up in their memories. Huh. Uh, that's one partial reasoning for the character. Uh, Barry novelized and expanded upon this play and released the book Peter and Wendy in 1911. Since then, Peter Pan has become a modern cultural legend, being a character that symbolizes, that symbolizes youthful naivety and longing for adventure. Hmm. The character has most famously appeared in Walt Disney's animated feature in 1953, and alternate versions have appeared in the 1991 film Hook, played yeah. by Robin Williams, in ABC's Once Upon a Time, and the Peter and the Starcatchers book series by Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson. Huh. In traditional versions of the character, Peter lives and flies around in Neverland, being the leader of the Lost Boys <laughs> and adversary of pirate Captain Hook. He typically wears green cloth tights and a green feathered cap. He is friends with a fairy named Tinkerbell, who helps him fly with fairy dust along with his happy thoughts. He is seen as able to do virtually anything, swordplay, mimicry, vision, hearing, and even has some limited control over the island of Neverland. What? Yeah. Really? It like it's connected to him, so like it like wow. it like perks up when he's there. I guess. Oh, so do I. Wrong way. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Well, well, we already made it, boys. Uh, yeah. Tyler, you forgot to do the random sexual innuendos randomly when you were playing Riley. When I was playing Riley. Uh, yep. What? What? I should have said, guys, the rocket's going off, and you were just like, oh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> but something's wrong with it. Same. Same. <laughs> Same. There we go. Same. Shot, dude. Dude. Uh, so I, I kind of want to get into Peter Pan as a character. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't. I remember we had Tinkerbell on the character on the character list on the pit for yeah. a while. But Peter Pan was one we added more recently. I feel like, and I kind of want to delve into like why we wanted to put him on the list specifically. I mean, I guess I think. Maybe I think everyone had different reasons for putting him on the pit. I think my main reason was he's he's kind of a long-standing character. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he's been around for a while, as you've you explained. And also, I I, I don't know. He's just kind of like if 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 I'm thinking back on the movie, um, Peter Pan is kind of a tragic foil, right? Like the movie. At least I'm I'm referencing the Disney movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's titled Peter Pan. And it's about him, but really, like the de the character development is uh, Wendy, and like their development is from Peter Pan. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, it's like Peter Pan comes back, and he hasn't changed, but everyone else has. And like right. you know, that's the end. It's like Peter never changed, but everyone else around him did. It's not exactly like the most happy ending. True. You it's know? very static. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. isn't necessarily, like, that might not be what we want to change. But, like, as far as development of a character, mm -hmm. he he really is, like, a static character that's seen as the main character. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what I was thinking. But. Well, it's interesting because, uh, like, in, in most versions that I found in doing research for this, uh, he's defined as a character who can't have character development. <laughs> Specifically because since he represents, like, youthful like innocence. Constance, like, constant. Or yeah, like like some like youthful innocence, so he can't really grow up. So any event that would have like lasting repercussions on him, he forgets. Hmm. Like he has to forget it, and then it's to to maintain kind of his happy happy go lucky uh, character. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting how it's like this is a character that one of his major tenets is not having character development. Like huh. they kind of explain that specifically. Yeah. So. I'm wondering if we can do something with that. Who also, mm. he has no dating boundaries because he like low-key dated Wendy and came back and like Peter Pan 2 and dated her daughter. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot they made a Peter Pan 2. dated is quite the right word for Listen, that. Listen dude, but... they both snorted some pixie dust <laughs> <laughs> and went to, like on a vacay to Neverland together. That's dating. Good yeah. to know. Now I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Yeah. My, my wife and I have actually never dated then. Oh. Good, I think. Uh, what? what? <laughs> but then there's, there's a ton of different interpretations, like Hook with Robin Williams. Surprisingly, oh, so considering good. he's like, he's not that old of a character, and yet you have like different versions of him from like different studios making different versions of him. Yeah. Which is so weird to me that he's like from 1904 or whatever. Right. And yet he's so like accepted as part of like a legend, a legendary cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And also the uh, copyright went out in 2008. Mm. So there have been a lot of novels gotcha. since then like yeah. about him. Huh. And then there's Peter and the Starcatchers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read those, but that's a very different I... take. It's like, did I mention that? Media yeah, I did mention stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, that's that's pretty that's a pretty weird story. Wow. Um, and then there's, you know, there's the super convoluted, as always, Once Upon a Time, the yeah. TV show. Where he where plays a villain. He plays uh, Rumpelstiltskin's dad. Mm-hmm. What? He's a, like a crazy bad villain. Hashtag spoiler warning in late whoops but yeah it's he's like crazy evil or maybe i don't know i stopped watching mm-hmm. he's like a shadow being or yeah. something right something. whoa yeah. but yeah wow holy cow mm-hmm. i the hook was one of my favorite movies growing up mm-hmm. um and that's an interesting take because he does have development yeah mm-hmm. you know like that's his main thing like he moved past neverland right basically yeah right? and, and he has to, to remember learn, it yeah had to learn to come back yeah, yeah. Hmm. But not for himself, right? which is an family. interesting thing. But yeah. for his family, he had to learn how to regain some of that. Right, right, right. So, so I mean, deep. I guess that kind of answers why we want him on the list. You know, why, yeah. why we thought he... And he's pretty static as a character. We want to give him something. Or at least certain interpretations of him. Like make him an actual character instead of kind of a, a symbol of something. Perhaps. I guess. Or make him a symbol of something different. That's true. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. else, what other thing could we make him a symbol of? Mmm. Gluttony. <laughs> Just make it the seven deadly sins. He's one of the seven deadly sins. Because that hasn't been done ever before. Ever before. <laughs> Where people are representations of the seven deadly sins. Right, right, right. No, that's also not an anime. Hey, hey. It's <laughs> actually the multiple anime, but I mean. Oh, well, yeah. never mind. Mm. Forget. At least three. Yeah. Um, also, side note, uh, I hope you guys watch. Uh, it's game theory, and then what else does he do? Oh, film theory. Film theory. Film theory. Yeah. 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 He just recently did one on where the yeah. actual uh, the Neverland physical is. location of Neverland okay. off yeah. the coast yeah. of 
it's like in it's somewhere uh, in South America. Yeah, it's like northern South America, the yeah. northern part of South America. Mm-hmm. There's an island there that like fits all the correct categories yeah. to count as Neverland. So side note, shout out to Matt Pat. I'm <laughs> yep. like, whoa, okay, we're gonna record that tomorrow. <laughs> Can I just say that like the past week, like things have you know that, that weird thing where like a bunch of coincidences happen. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. Like, I've like a lot of Peter Pan related things have come like across me. Mm-hmm. Like and like, Robin Hood. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But but like the Peter Pan especially, like uh, I've caught it on TV like multiple times in the past week, oh. just mm. randomly. Huh. Uh, Matt Pat released a video on Peter Pan. Uh, I, I won like a giveaway on Amazon where the the brand name had something to do with Peter Pan. Oh, wow. Weird. And uh, so it's like, this is weird. This yeah. is really weird. Yeah. What if we made Peter Pan the symbol of coincidence? Like absurd coincidence. Of luck. Luck, yeah, something like that. Hmm. Of luck. Which is kind of true already. Like the the amount of ridiculous like luck that he has against Captain Hook, who's supposed to be a what like a, uh, a bosun of, of Captain Blackbeard, Blackbeard an yeah. actual pirate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So pirate, pirate, pirate. scurvy beard. <laughs> That's not a question I have in here. Oh really? Point. <laughs> um, I don't know. That'd be that'd be interesting to change him to a representation of of luck. In um, in the original, like not it's probably not the original. I mean, the, in the movie, the Disney uh, first movie, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. To, from for me watching that, he showed up because he was what the darling kids needed. He he came into their lives because they needed someone to help. Like because they wanted to be like they want to be kids forever. Right. Right. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure, I can do that. And they're like, well, this sucks. But I through, can help you. Yeah, but <laughs> through that, learned that that's really not necessarily the best. Right, right. Um, yeah. At least not for everybody. Hashtag certainly. fake news. Being, being a kid is pretty <laughs> being, great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I miss it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back when there were no taxes. Mm. Uh, or they may have existed, but we didn't have that. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he. He showed up to show them that what they wanted wasn't necessarily what they needed. I guess is a more accurate way to. It's kind of like a Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, but did he do that on purpose though? Because I feel like he wouldn't. No, no, not not at all. I wouldn't say based on what we see in the movie and the other interpretations too. He's not a smart man. No, (laughs) (laughs) but he does know what love is. Um, oh, so I was maybe no, I know. I, okay. I was just <laughs> as like uh... rolling with the references. Um, so maybe maybe Peter Pan should be a representation of that in some way of showing people what they not not intentionally the opposite, un, completely unintentionally showing people what they need because it's not what they really want. I don't know what that would end up being, but. See, I was kind of thinking, like, if if he now represents, uh, like, childlike innocence, like we right. said, uh, what if he, like, represents some sort of more adult thing, like... Loss of innocence? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, I mean, like, uh, growing up, or, like, responsibility, <laughs> or, like... It is friend chores. <laughs> <laughs> or just, like, life lessons or discipline or something like that. Or, or something... I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking, like... Because to get at this character, we have to get at, like, that thing mm-hmm. that he represents. He kind of, What you're kind of, like, I don't know why, but you're sending me down this, like, brain train of, like, Dante's Inferno, where, like, he leads people... That. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, he leads people to each level of Neverland, where they must, like... <laughs> Where they must like, like learn the thing that they're struggling with Ooh. and like overcome it. 
tagging off of that, <laughs> what if instead of you know, childhood innocence forever young sort of thing. What if Peter Pan is a middle-aged man always in midlife crisis and he's leading people through the, the layers of Neverland. With flying Ferraris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like a, and like a trophy wife by him. Yep. Is that Tinkerbell? Mm. I don't know. Tinkerbell is, is going to be a future episode. Oh, that's we true. That's true. That. that's true. We're just doing Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Forever midlife crisis. Man. Do, do we want to go down that trail of Dante's Inferno? <laughs> well, see, uh, I was reading in the research, and it said that the legend of Peter Pan before the the kids, the darlings, uh, meet him. That so he was a legend in the story before they made it. They met him, and I guess he was a what they call a psychopomp. What? Which I have not heard of before. What? But apparently that is a word for uh, kind of like a uh, boatman of the River Styx kind of person who hmm. uh, accompanies people uh, to their death. This whole so, Dante's Inferno midlife crisis thing, it, let me lay it out for you. So, yeah. what I said was somebody who's showing people what unintentionally, what they need through what they truly don't, like through, through what they want. Um, and then Logan was saying maybe somebody older, not necessarily as innocent, somebody who has more responsibility, things like that. And you were saying Dante's Inferno leading them through that midlife crisis, man. I'm just saying, just saying. <laughs> it, it covers all the bases. What, what do you think, Logan, of this this path we're taking? I don't know. Do you want to jump down at full bore? <laughs> what role would he have as mid uh, midlife crisis man? Midlife crisis man. I mean, kind of <laughs> like, kind of like, you know, in in Dante's Inferno, Dante had uh, solving the world crisis, but the, he can't even solve his own. It, it was the <laughs> Virgil. Was it the poet Virgil? I think so. I, I think it's been a long time. So I'm pretty sure. Inferno. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. But he had Virgil as. Like, um, he, I think he was, like, a protected messenger from heaven that was mm -hmm. sent down to help mm -hmm. guide Dante through hell. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it'd be kind of like Peter Pan is Virgil in that he, like, takes the... If we still want to do kids or we want to do teenagers or, like, I don't know what we want to do age group-wise, but, like, they, they go to the, like, the place in Neverland that has their key desire... Neverland is different for each kid, apparently. Right, right. right. Neverland would be so, different for each kid, and it would be their, like, their desire, mm -hmm. right? And then that Candy. way... Candy! I mean, yeah, like, Never Any Sweets or whatever, and then you'd have the Lost Boys, mm -hmm. who are the ones that stayed, because they could never mm. escape. Ooh, you know? yeah. Because they didn't want to, or because... I don't know. We, if, we could either do because they didn't want to, or because they didn't learn the lesson, or they, like... They, they stayed, didn't learn the lesson, and then became part of Yeah, I mean, that's that. or maybe, the Lost Boys. That's what they are. Yeah. Or maybe it's kind of like a Hogan's Heroes thing where they stay there in order to help people that are going through that. Yeah, that would be pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I've Especially, never seen Hogan's Heroes, so, like, when oh. you said that, I was mm -hmm. down this rabbit trail of their, their Neverland is not helping people like being selfish and so then to escape they have to help people that's kind of meta dude but i like yours right. better 
but like or do you know the premise of the materials? Uh-uh. It's it it takes place. It was a sitcom that took place during World War Two. Oh really? At a prisoner of war camp, and it's Whoa. actually handled pretty well. It's wow, very uh, well done. Huh. Uh, and it's about like these uh, at a prisoner of war camp in, in Germany that and these prisoners help other prisoners from other prison of war camps to escape. Wow. And they have this complex uh, tunnel system. Like they they run circles around the, the Nazis yeah. and yeah, it's and and like they're they play dumb and it's like, oh sorry sir, adult Yeah. And then they have these tunnels and crazy gadgets and all this other stuff that helps them. It's mm-hmm. really cool. And it was made in like the the sixties or the seventies. So it kinda has that charm of it. It's it's fun. Trying again, trying to take both ideas. We haven't talked about the crew of Captain Hook yet either. Uh, I, don't we, I don't know if we want to get is too Captain, much into that. Is Captain Hook on the pit? No, no. currently. Okay. Um, so that's why I'm saying maybe maybe we could, we could discuss his, in his involvement. Right. I was thinking, yeah. but we could we could say, what if they're both camps? That there are the people who has stayed to stay because they want to and haven't like learned the lesson. Mm. The crew of Captain Hook per se, and then there are also the people that are staying to stay but really aren't and they're there to help people get out mm. and those are the lost boys uh. and then you have these two warring not literally warring factions but like these two factions at cross purposes huh. within the what you see right right so are we making neverland like a prison that's kind of what i'm hearing here i mean i was thinking it would be like it's a, so it's a place that you see things that you want so mm-hmm. like it wouldn't look like a prison because you could choose to leave, but for those that don't, they they like they, they choose to stay continuously. But what if Neverland is not necessarily like what they would want, but like Neverland itself is specifically taking like each child and saying like this is what you need to do in order to grow up. So for some people that might be like navigating a dark cave and finding their fears, or some might be mm-hmm. you know like you know like. Uh, turning down a temptation of candy or or being lazy or whatever. I mean, I don't know. We uh, the two paths I want to take here are either a Peter Pan is secretly like I kind of want Peter Pan to be bad. That, that's like me too. what I was thinking too. Like, I, like I want him to like want people to stay here in Neverland with oh. him forever, and then Captain Hook and the crew are those that stay behind and but fight against people? Peter Pan. But then the way that, you know, because you said Peter Pan has a connection to the Neverland. Mm -hmm. He spins it so that, like, if you're a kid and you see Captain Hook, he's like this monstrous demon thing that's like, I would never have you help me. Like, you're frightening. But he's, like, actively trying to help these people escape because he could never escape himself. Maybe because his thing that he never learned to to do was, like, um, like... Maybe he never, like, he never grew up because he was never, he never cared about himself. Like, he was completely selfless or whatever. Like Peter Pan did or Captain Hook? Captain Hook. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Captain Hook is usually portrayed as a grown-up, but who then gets stuck time-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. who then doesn't grow old. Right. Maybe not grow up, but at Mm -hmm. least not grow old. Because he reached the island when he was old. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you... If you want to stick with that, then maybe he was, uh, you know, a grown-up that, like, never lost his sense of 
like being a kid. Like maybe he was like a toy creator a or something. A YouTuber. How, <laughs> how, how dark? I feel like that we're going a little bit darker with this one. Maybe because mm-hmm. let's just throw something out there. Um, what if he's someone who has grown up um, in many ways? Um, uh, Captain Hook maybe like lost his son, Ooh. and because of that, is trying to find his own innocence. Is trying to, or like trying to find a way to get out of that because he needs to grow. I mean, we could, like, we it. can, we could, we can touch on Captain Hook another time. Right. We could just leave it right now. That's true. That the system that exists in Neverland is there is, you know, like the the it like entity that wants to keep people there, and then the turtle like entity that wants to help people get out. And that's like Captain Hook versus Peter Pan. And can somebody okay. rephrase for me again what exactly we were saying as far as like why, like what, what were people doing there, staying there for? They, exactly. They're taken there by Peter Pan to like, because they're like spoiled kids or like kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory okay, so or whatever. college freshmen, I'm tracking. Sure. Um, <laughs> that like, that have... I'm kidding, I'm like, kidding. <laughs> they like, they, they have their thing that's keeping them from growing up. Like, okay. not taking responsibility or, you know... College freshmen. Yep. Uh, <laughs> or ramen. Yeah, ramen, ramen. Uh, or other things, right? That, that, hey. that when, they, when they get to Neverland, Neverland morphs into that reality for them. Mm. Um, so it's whatever they would want. Right, right. And, you know, Peter Pan wants them there because, like, the, the island kind of, like, runs off of this creativity, like, this, like selfishness or like this this youthful energy it's and from their one, essence and from one perspective like why why wouldn't you want to engage in these things like they're it's like they're fun and they're easier and they're you right. know they're look good lunchables <laughs> <laughs> i'm there um, <laughs> uh, <count me> in. <laughs> capri sun so from, oh, from a heck yes. gushers from a naive perspective which childhood VHS is a naivety yes. they're often you know the same or at least tied together mm. so from Space that naive jam. perspective he would want people to enjoy themselves he's trying to be a good person when in reality that's probably not the case uh-huh. and he's just keeping people stuck he so wants that to make the world a better place but by making people happy he also makes the world a worse place Ooh. right mm. there's yeah. a lot of ways we could go with that yeah, let's just a lot of ways you set that, that aside yeah <laughs> so okay. so in that sense it is a prison to answer your question yeah i mean of sorts so unless logan has another guiding question because it sounds like he does how did peter pan get there is he just magically linked to the island forever or did he like was his desire something related to this or i mean you want him to be middle-aged man I, it doesn't have to be it's just <laughs> i was trying to connect all the dots <laughs> his midlife crisis was to create an ethereal prison that morphs based on every person who goes there <laughs> i mean i was thinking he what if he's like I, I mean we want to downplay the role of tinkerbell in this episode but what if he is part fairy because, like, normally he would need Tinkerbell's help to fly. Mm-hmm. But what if he doesn't? I mean... What if he does have, like, some sort of magical power? And he's not actually just human stuck in the That's more Neverland. Peter and the Starcatchers. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, like, a meteorite or something like that that hits and... Hmm. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I it's a cool origin story. If we're not using Tinkerbell, then we need to... You need to have Peter Pan have some form of, you know, getting, getting out there and, and interacting with these kids kids or whatever and bringing them to the island. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point does he get stuck? 
because that's that's the idea is that he gets stuck and that's like the source of his naivety that's the source of his youthfulness that's the source of his innocence that's the source of his connection possibly with the fairy although that's not necessarily as clear like i, I think he just chooses to stay there right because i mean at least if we're taking hook into canon he like chose not to be there because he fell in love with wendy's right. granddaughter right and that's and, why he left i don't remember yeah but i mean until that point like he loved it because he could fly and he could do anything he wanted to. So in that in that situation, it's because he was a kid and found this place as a kid. Not that he mm-hmm. created it, not that he was older, but that that was his. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, in a number of uh, scenarios like with that with Peter Pan, he's often portrayed as an orphan, so he doesn't really have ties to mm-hmm. anyone else to keep him out right. of Neverland. Right. So that we could keep with that or do something similar. Mm-hmm. But, like, the source of him being stuck, I think, could shed light on what you were asking about as far as why, like, what, where, where do his, like, abilities and things come from? What if he's a brain in a jar? What if he's in the Matrix? What if it's all inside of a kid's head inside of a TV show? What if Neverland is Do you get that reference? <laughs> yeah. Neverland is where people go when they're in comas. How did he get there? He died. Like, or, like, he, yeah. He brain like, dead? got stuck halfway between like a like between coma and death and just got stuck in Neverland. Halfway between coma and death. That's interesting. Hmm. Or like he he was he he went into a coma which brought him to Neverland. And then like they tried to bring him back. What what if you die if you die while you're in a coma you stay in Neverland? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if That's that would keep that's would be his goal for keeping people there. I like that idea. Yeah. That makes so sense. So we could have friends. Well, and to protect them, sort of. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if if you think about, like, I mean, you don't have to have necessarily a, a completely thought out explanation. It's kind of like Freddy Krueger, right? Like he right. he just inhabits dreams because he's Freddy Krueger. What he is, you know, like he was a murderer and then he died a horrible way and now he kills people in their sleep. Like, you know, Peter Pan got stuck there in a coma and then he was the first, so the island like chose him as the like keep people here in this like dreamlike heaven place where like you know your desires are fulfilled and all this stuff but really the longer you stay there the longer you're in a coma and the more like likely you are to pass and stay in neverland and never be able to leave what if peter pan was someone who in out outside of that like the 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 cerebral space of the inside the coma what if he was someone who was in a coma and then was brought out but when he was brought out, something happened. And let's say he's like, maybe he is in his 40s. And he's brought out and his personality like changes. And he's much more on, uh, in, you know, outside of that in the real world. He's more like serious and, and things like that. And his innocence is gone because it got stuck. Mm. What if mm. he kind of had a split in a sense of like, parts of his personality? Like he just left. Right. What if he is Finny at the end of a separate piece? <laughs> oh my goodness. No <laughs> one's going to get that. Yeah. Like maybe, if you get that, you have to contact us. Cause, um, uh. That'd be interesting if like the reason that he's like inseparably tied to the island is because he's not a whole person. Right. Like, and that's why he's just half of an essence. Exaggerated. Of mm-hmm. And then the island like keeps that essence mm-hmm. from shattering completely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Be crazy if there was like, and then so, and then Captain Hook and the crew what maybe if? are like just to not have to deal with Captain Hook very much, but are like 
either I'm thinking manifestations of the doctors or they're Ooh, um, interesting. they're people that were like they're adults that were stuck in a coma. I was thinking more like that because it's still um, like the place. Mm. It's the like physical place yeah. of sorts that people, yeah. their consciousness or arrives at or part of their consciousness are goes are like the elderly on life support. Oh, yeah. Oof. And they're like, well, because they've, they've, they've right. lived life. Right. Right. And so now they're seeing this place that's like sucking people's right. they're ability not as, to experience they, they life. They might not be, per se. They, they might not be as torn about it. Right, right. Which is why they're not like, you know, they're not stuck in the island. They're more self-aware of what's happening. What's happening. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then they kind of take on this new life in this world. Yeah. Helping kids try to escape. Yeah. Try to get back. Yeah. Because hmm. for them, they're, they're like, why, why, would, why would they go back? Not out of ignorance or naivety, but because it's like, a, it's, like it's, a new, it's a new option. Like there's mm-hmm. actual, there's real hope, not fake hope right. for them. Right. So would Hashtag they be deep. like? Why, why would they not like Peter Pan then? Would they be like? Because I, I tracking with I think what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to paraphrase is that the people that Pan is trying to keep there is everyone, which mm-hmm. includes people who have like gone into a coma or something similar, where they maybe they are kids or young adults or people who haven't lived enough. So they want to like. So they're kind of a Hogan's Hero situation where they just exactly. want to save people. Okay. I kind of imagine, like, you can take this however you want, but I kind of imagine Neverland as a place that's not able to be re- reached by those who haven't either fully experienced life or not experienced enough life. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're in the middle, mm-hmm. like, you're just in a coma. Hmm. I don't know. Like, it just, it, it, it just makes more sense to me that, like, Neverland attracts those who, like, don't have enough experience to say, like, I need to get back to the real world or those that have, you know, like the elderly that have had the experience and like, this is what this island, this entity that we've just now learned about is sapping you away from. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the people in the middle, what they do is they go out and live in like a, like a, like kind of, it's this, we're kind of talking about it like a pocket universe sort of thing. I mean, the people they in go the middle out. could be the lost boys that what have like, like, that'd so, be a lot of people though. Whoa. We're talking a lot of people. I mean, right, hear me out. Hear me out. The people that are more in the middle of those two extremes, what they their consciousness is go, and they, like in a separate pocket sphere of cerebral activity or whatever, they go and they experience the plot of Treasure Planet because it's an underrated movie and everyone should watch it. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to happen. You need to watch it. Have you both watched it? I love it. Oh, yeah. See, exactly. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. That would be a lot of lost boys, mm-hmm. but they would kind of be like... But would they want to regain their like childlike I mean, their naivety? It makes sense to call them the lost or the lost people because they're like, they have zero... Like they have nothing to gain, nothing to lose. But they oh, so want to get off, right? Instead of keeping with what the Lost Boys have been in the past of wanting to stay innocent, they're lost in the sense that they're not trying to go either direction. Right. They're just kind of like... They don't know what to do. They don't really even know if they're in a coma. They don't yeah, know where they are. It's kind of... And like they kind of become this like almost like wraith-like existence right. in okay. Neverland. Kind of existing maybe as features of these kids as like... Um, like needs, like their caretaker, or like, mm. like they are literally the lost the people. animals. Mm. I mean, the mermaids, the mermaids. Yeah, like the inhabitants of Neverland that are not 
Peter Pan and Captain Hook and his right. crew and aren't the kids that are actively the rest being, of like, the inhabitants, caught. which we know that there's there are. The lost there's, there's mermaids, mm. there's the animals, which I mean, mm. aren't people, right. but they're, they're, there's those. There's the, uh, I still don't really get the whole Native American tribe deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, we know that there are other people. Right. And I mean, it would be, it would explain, like, you know, because, I mean, what, what happens when you go into coma? Like, it's just, I, it's just kind of like this nothingness, but there's something there too. Like what, what is it? And it's just existing. The constant. This, like yeah. thing. It's that constantness that you were talking about, mm-hmm. that we were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's a little bit dark. Actually, yeah. it's all, definitely We've a couple deep. of dark episodes. <laughs> it's Wait, definitely deep. Can I go like into possibly a funny thing? Yeah. Also, what we some talked about abilities of pant. Mm. I was talking about, I was thinking outfit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the green tights. Mm. No. I no. Like I think they should be chubbies. I think he should wear a cape. <laughs> like a feathered cape. A feathered cape. Feathered yeah. cape. So like that... robin feathers? Like a robin's hood? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so that he kind of looks like a bird. Hmm. Um, That's why he can fly. No. I want him to be a superhero. <laughs> the mask. With the top hat. Yes. There you go. Be like a, a circus ringleader. No capes. No capes. I'd, I'd be fine with capes. It was just for the reference, Logan. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a, it's a practical cape. Robin Hood. <laughs> or not Robin Hood. Wow, brain fart. Peter. 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 Could appear to the kids one way, Ooh, to uh, the pirates is another. I like it. So this is it meets Robin Hood meets uh, I really Robin Davy Hood. Jones. I don't know. It's only Robin Hood in the sense that there's the green tights and the feathered cap. Yep, right, again. Right, right. But we don't have that anymore. <clears throat> Maybe to the kids, he's got like... Superman. Like his, like he's mm. got a bath towel that's tied up in a cape. And like wearing oh, footy pajamas. Right. Wearing like cardboard uh, goggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he like flies around in a cardboard like rocket or whatever. Okay. It's like super like whimsical. That. And then like... But to the the crew of Captain Hook, the adults, he looks mm. like what? The Duke. I kind of <laughs> want him to look like... like Just a shadow creature? Kind of. I want him like to Captain Hook's crew to have him like be kind of this like shadowy essence that does the really creepy horror movie like jittery thing where he kind of mm. jitters in and out because he's like... And then maybe like, you know, so if the kids are getting close to where they're like seeing the reality of the situation, they see him kind of jitter a little bit more and like he's, he kind of appears a little different. And then the Captain Hook, they fully all the time seem as like this jittery shadow being with like, looks like a man, but has like no mouth or anything, like just talks telepathically and stuff, you know, cause he's just an essence, right? Yeah. Right. But he's a, he's like a corrupted essence because if you, if you, if you don't have your, your maturity and your childhood, then it's just like, you, there's no balance. No balance. And so it's just, <laughs> Raw child chaos, Raw and they call him the crocodile. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe like he's got like this really crooked like smile, yeah, like all the way up the mm-hmm. sides of his like yeah. face, yeah. And he makes like ticking sounds. Oh, cause time, yeah, cause he's like well, and also with the clock, the mm-hmm. the alarm clock. Dude, the alarm clock is how long Captain Hook has left before his life support runs out. Uh, ooh, or it's like, or it's like how the sound of his heart sound? monitor. Okay. I don't know. I think we should still kind of leave off of Captain Hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. But <laughs> I think that Peter Pan, as in that the the sketchy, yeah, should make like. 
ticking sounds. Right. Because that, that goes with the time thing as a, as a theme. And right. it also goes like with the alarm clock with the crocodile and how those two are connected in the original story, the original yeah. Disney movie. So Like there's things to be lost for waiting here too long. Mm-hmm. 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 So how do you think Peter Pan would react in one of our improv scenarios? To what? I don't know. Depends on who, what character he's talking to, yeah. probably. Yeah. Because uh, if it's a more naive, innocent character, then more youthful, like, hey, let's go play. Mm-hmm. But then to someone more mature and like, like uh, so, to Romeo and Juliet, for example. Like actually trying <laughs> to kill them. But yeah. So yeah. Why, why would he try to kill like older people then? I don't think that I he don't would really try to kill them. That. I think that he would just try to, to make them go away. Okay, kind of scare them off. At, through whatever means possible. Right. I mean, like... Any means. Not there, any means. There is no, you know, death in Neverland. Right. But there's fear. But there's fear. Mm-hmm. And, like, there is there is leaving and entering Neverland. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, if, he, if he's able to, like, make you... However he does it, if he's able to make you leave Neverland, mm-hmm. if you're a kid, that means, like, okay, I can live life again. And if you're an elderly person, it's, like... Probably death, you know, or at least back toward that same path right, that right, you were on. Right. So, yeah. so we have Peter Pan trying to do two things, right? We have him trying to like attract kids to uh, stay there mm-hmm. and uh, kind of add to his innocence essence, yeah. innocence energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he's also trying to keep the uh, older people out or to scare them off, but they want to. But they recognize that he's a bad guy and want to kind of right. destroy Neverland, but, basically. But Peter Pan, like, he thinks his intentions are good. Oh, yeah. And he probably doesn't realize that he looks like this crazy... He wants people to have a good time. Right. He just wants people to be happy. Right. And, you know, with if, him, if the story is told from the perspective of the kids, we would probably get something like mm-hmm. Peter Pan. Exactly. We mm-hmm. might ne- not necessarily figure out that Peter Pan is... The hidden know. canon. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't, like, to answer what you were saying, I, I didn't picture it as, like, him trying to, like, like, he, it's kind of, he acts as, like, a, I almost want it to be, it's, it's not necessarily anything he's trying to do, because he's, in essence, he just acts as, like, a magnet, hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. because he's... In both human, ways. Right, right, because he, he, he attracts youthful innocence and he repels like experience and maturity and that stuff, right? And so he just he's you know because he's just a raw, unadulterated, chaotic essence. He's just doing what he is, right? Mm-hmm. Like because because normally in the in whoever Peter Pan was in the real world, right? He would exist in conjunction with and in repelling against the mature side of yourself. Okay. Right. So now he's just acting with no bouncing force. Mm-hmm. Within Neverland, you know. What would Wendy be to Peter? Another kid to add to it. So Wendy would be, and the, the darlings. Maybe they're yeah. in a car accident or something. Oh, I see. They, Wendy, Wendy's unique in that when she's in the movie, right? She's like seen as the mom to right. the Lost Boys, mm-hmm. which Peter right. doesn't really like. Right. So she's kind of this like odd man out already mm-hmm. because like she's a kid, like woohoo, like. I want to be a mom. And then at that, this essence is like, doesn't know how to react. Right. Because it's like, well, you're kind of like, you're playing mom, but that means you want to be older. But that means, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it doesn't know how to react to this. But it's, 
Peter Pan is in the in the Disney movie was still like attracted to Wendy because of that. Right. And he was very conflicted way. in that. Yeah. I mean, it could be she he, Peter this essence. I'm just going to call it Pan. I think that's it. Like Pan is attracted to Wendy because she's youthful but also mature. So she or becoming mature. Becoming least. mature. Yeah. Right. And so she's acting as this this magnetizing force that it hasn't had. Mm. You know what I mean? So Peter Pan has mostly had just uh, like interactions raw. with people with really young kids or like right. really older people. Right. Right. But and not, not and not with people direct like right in the middle either because then those are like the other people on the island. They're just mm-hmm. lost They're just, people. Yeah. yeah. But then someone who is truly youthful and has that innocence and naivety mm-hmm. and yet through that is mature. Right. And it's a paradox to him. Mm-hmm. 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 It, she is what he needs for himself, mm. like a balancing force. Right. But that he can never have again. Because of... He's literally been cut. He's literally cut. Like, yeah. he can never return anywhere, but right. she can't. And that's why she leaves, eventually. Right, right. right. Huh. Yeah. Hashtag deep, dude. That's why she wakes up. Yep. Yeah. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> so, any other abilities of Pan? Like, can fly, fly, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, appear as whatever. Right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I would say he's like super confident, still naive. Yeah. Proud. Okay. I mean, he doesn't need anything else. Right. Especially mm-hmm. given I mean, how we've described him. Uh, let's see. I said, didn't I say? Yeah, that he was viewed as being able to do pretty much anything. Yeah. Like, anything that kids would want to be able to do. He can like, stand on top play, of clouds. I mean, mimicry, he's, he's fueled by this childhood desire yeah. and, like, creativity, mm-hmm. right? And, I mean, this doesn't take place, like, in our dimension, I guess. Right. So. Right. I don't think he should be omnipresent. Like, right. he shouldn't have, no. have control of the dimension. Right. But. Right. He should have a lot of abilities, though. Mm-hmm. In the sense that... In in the sense that Neverland is a physical type location, even though like it's not because it's it, like this coma place, um, which is a weird thing to say. Um, it, he is still confined as if he is a physical thing. Mm-hmm. He's not just diffuse throughout everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. He's an extension of the island that exists in this right universe. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wowzers! I imagine him as just one big. That's what she said. Joke. Huh? Because if he's being like the immaturity, oh my so god, big, that's what she said. <laughs> I mean, is he a middle schooler? I don't know. I, now I'm imagining like the main characters being middle schoolers, <laughs> and just that's what she said like 40, 50 times throughout the movie. Just constant. Yeah, that's, what then, that's also um, uh, Pan doesn't know how to react to it because it's immature, but it's also talking about sex, which is a immature <laughs> thing. And he's like, or maybe like that became a joke before or after he uh, was in the world, so he doesn't like know the. He doesn't get it. He's like, I don't understand that. <laughs> what What else are you thinking, Logan? Like, um, I don't know. We pretty much covered things. Yeah, we done good work. Yeah, I don't know. I was still asking, like, so, like, depending on the character, he would interact with them. Right. It depends on how he would. But his main goals are to get kids to come over and get the old people to scare them away. Yep. And get them out of there. Because mm-hmm. they're interfering with the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So any other, like, uh, aesthetic things? Of him? Yeah. Should he have, like, any sort of weird personality traits? Like, uh, I don't know. He can only speak in limericks. 
I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> I don't you hate that idea. In dances. In Fortnite emotes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> um, I think I kind of want him to have this weird, um, like, picking at himself. Like he hates like himself? No, yeah. Kind of like when he's, like, with the kids. Like, he kind of picks his nose a lot. But when he's, like, when the adults see him, he, like, picks at his teeth or, like, at his, like, he pulls at his, like, essence oh, a little okay. bit. Like, hmm. he's kind of uncomfortable in the form like that. that he's in. Yeah. Just to make it a little bit more distressing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was yeah. Trying, I was trying to end it off on a happy note, but, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh, wait, where's Scurvy Beard in all this? I feel like, you know, we have Captain Hook, which is a pirate. Scurvy Beard's safe from Scurvy, but he's not safe from a coma. I mean, so he could, something could happen. He'd go into a coma. Go in there and just wreck. That's the only way that Peter Pan can be stopped. Is Scurvy Beard goes into a coma. I feel like Scurvy Beard <laughs> as a pirate would also be confusing because, like he, I imagine middle aged, right? Mm-hmm. But he goes in being. I feel like he's not evenly balanced between being childish and like mature, and so he's like a middle aged person, but really childish. Mm-hmm. And he also like Pan doesn't know. He's like, what? What? <laughs> Just takes an orange from it. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just sticks it back in Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the the older people, Captain Hook, try to recruit him. And he's like, why would I want to do that? I've got unlimited citrus out here. <laughs> you don't understand. This is heaven. <laughs> can you know how much scurvy we can prevent? <laughs> Yeah, so he would want to take all the citrus out of Neverland. <laughs> he just wanted to steal citrus. <laughs> Which is also a paradox. And it just becomes a heist film. <laughs> trying to steal citrus from, from Neverland. Peter Pan. Yep. Yes, please. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, okay, well, we've come up with a new Peter Pan that could possibly fit in with the old canon. Yeah. If you look too deep. Yeah, if you read between the lines. Mm-hmm. Hashtag stay woke. Yep. Hashtag stay woke. I kind of just want to call the essence like Pan. Peter Pan essence. Like not really have, like Peter Pan was the person that got caught. Right. But mm-hmm. Pan kind of alludes to, you know, Pandora's box and like right. Pan the, the, the God, know, the God and or like whatever. Yeah. Creature. Yeah. It kind of alludes to like something more powerful, but you know. nobody quite knows what he is. Pan. Yeah. Pain. <gasps> Pan. <laughs> Bread. <laughs> Panera. <laughs> Soup. Soup. <laughs> It'd be funny if Soup. I just titled this episode Bread. Just that one word. <laughs> Peter Bread. Peter Bread. We put it through the translator. It's now Peter Bread. <laughs> cool. Uh, Peter Bread. Okay. Well, yep. There we go. There's another dark episode for you. <laughs> just Wait, rack them up. PETA from Hunger Games? PETA Bread. PETA Pan. PETA Pan. PETA Bread. Pan. Peter Pan is PETA from the Hunger Games. I'm just going to call him Pan. Illuminati Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag stay woke. Oh, I didn't say Illuminati confirmed as you. Oh. Uh, uh, as much as I used to. I used to say that all the time. You also uh, didn't okay. make super sexual references. That's well, true. That would have been as you, though. So no, what I, I, I That's true. You jaded too. sexual references. Accurate. Yeah. I also say things like accurate and accurate. basically yeah. all the time. Yeah. So you missed out on a lot of things, but you got, uh, I mean, what I'm really picking up on is that I have a lot of characteristics that can be really exaggerated and I'm really annoying. So that's cool. You talk in long sentences. I'll say that. That's also but true. That's what I wanted to like harp on. But what? Nothing. 
What? <laughs> no. It's true. I do talk yeah. in long sentences. Okay. Anyway. I just have tattoos and... I, this is all really I care about affirmation. What? I really care about our affirmation. <laughs> I, I do. I, yeah. See? <laughs> uh, okay. Are we okay, are we okay Tom? Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's been Peter Pan. And uh, you, the awesome listeners of the popular Apocrypha podcast, can get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial from our friends at Audible. I would personally recommend, we talked about it a couple times, Peter and the Starcatchers by Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson, narrated by Jim Dale. It explores what happened to Peter, Captain Hook, and the Lost Boys before the Darlings ran across them and getting into more of their storylines. You can get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash poppypock. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c. That spells poppypock. I mean, if, it if you want to support the podcast, that's how you do it. Mm. Yep. That, mm. or leave us a review on wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. That's that's how you get, you, that's how you support us. That will help us a lot. And you can follow us on social media at Podcast. That Which, will help us a lot, too. You know, that just reminded me. Uh oh. Give me a second. Ruh roh. <laughs> well, well, while you're doing that, give me just a second. I did the roll. I did the pit yeah, of the so roll. Go, you go ahead and do that, and I okay. will we'll bring up what I'm trying to bring up. Okay, okay. Next one's going to be a fun one. Okay. Uh, I don't you know guys ready? Like... Yep. Well. Next one is the Kool Aid Man. Yes! yes. I've been waiting. Oh, yeah! I've been waiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's getting into summer. You might yep, be making yep. some Kool-Aid for Kool-Aid, yourself. Some frozen Kool-Aid, some, yep. some deep-fried Kool-Aid. Mm. Oh, yeah, that is a thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a thing that exists, and I don't know how it does, but it does. Yep. Yep. People are inventive at fairs. Humans. So, what I was bringing up was I noticed that we got another review on iTunes. Woo! So, oh. uh, I'm just... They say... I really like the Lara Croft episode, the idea of her having different abilities like the grappling hook and flipping haunted houses, as in to sell them, not literally physically flipping them, um, is great. I actually was thinking about this episode while playing the most recent game. Um, So that was good podcast is good, said that. (laughs) So thank you. And it means like so much when we get a review, like, like. Bro- breaks my heart and puts back together again. Oh, That's uh, how much. It doesn't break my heart. It makes me happy. No, because it's like, makes me have tears and then... You can have happy, happy tears, tears without breaking your heart. Exactly. No. <laughs> I, I can only cry when I break my heart. Okay. Not when I'm sad. Good to know. It breaks my heart. Good to know when I need to be you in the ne- in yep. next time. Next improv mm-hmm. exercise. <laughs> yep. So yeah, thanks for, thanks for leaving that review. Good podcast is good. Yeah. And it would mean a lot if you... There, listening to us right now. Yeah, you, Stacy, right there Jeremy, on your computer. Matthew, Reginald. Terrence, Terrence, Scurvy Beard, Yarr. Scurvy Beard, Allison. I'm just saying names. Please make me stop. Ethel, ooh, Bartholomew. Okay, we're done. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, leave us a review, <laughs> and we will see you next time for the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> What if this rocket is fueled by broccoli? Maybe that's the problem.